This is Levi Cooper coming to you from Pardes in Yerushalayim. One of the great questions that vexes many of us is the relationship between Pshat and Drash. Pshat, the literal, obvious meaning of the biblical text, as opposed to Drash or Midrash, the rabbinic explanations, expansions, additions to the biblical story. What are the sages trying to do with their Midrashim when they tell us stories that don't appear at all in the biblical text? I'd like to suggest that what's going on in Midrash is the search for relevance. The sages are reading the biblical text and then trying to draw from that text lessons that are relevant for their audience. Pshat, well, that's what the text says. Midrash is using the text to speak to people. A great example of this uh, idea of what Midrash is, is at the beginning of Parshat Vayetze, where Yaakov leaves Beersheba. And on the way, the Pasuk says that he stops for the evening. Vayikach me'avnei hamakom. And he, take, and he took from the stones of the place, Vayasem Mera'ashotav, and he placed them around his head, Vayishkav Bamakom Hahu, and he lay down. Yaakov then, of course, has the famous dream with the ladder and the angels going up and down. And then, when he wakes up, Yaakov notes that Pasuk says, Vayikach et ha'even. And he took the stone, not the avnei hamakom, not the stones, the even, the singular stone. So the Midrash says, and Rashi brings the Midrash, that Yaakov took, took the stones and placed them around his head as a kind of protection, a wall, to protect himself from wild animals that might threaten him. And Rashi continues quoting the Midrash, and he says, "Hitchilu merivot zo imzo." The stones began fighting one with another. Zotomeret alayaniach tzadiket rosho. This stone said, "Let the tzadik, let the righteous person, put his head on me." Vezotomeret alayaniach, and that and this stone said, "No, no, no, let the tzadik put his head on me." Miad. Asa'an HaKadosh Baruch Hu Even Achat. Immediately Hashem made the stones into one stone. V'zeu Shene'emar, this is what it says in the Pasuk. Vayikach et ha'even asher sam shotav. And he took the stone. Because when he had fallen asleep, there were lots of different stones. But by the time he woke up, they were one stone. Now those of us who enjoy the text, we look at this Rashi and we think to ourselves, what's going on? Where does Rashi, where does the Midrash get this from? Stones becoming one? That's not what the text says. Let me share with you, before tackling that question, let me share with you another Midrash. A Midrash that appears in Breshit Rabbah. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Shtemesrei Avanim Natal. 
Yaakov took 12 stones. This Midrash even knows how many stones Yaakov took. Kach gazara kadosh baruchu, shuhu ma'amid shneim asar shvatim. The Almighty decreed that Yaakov would establish 12 tribes. Yaakov, however, was hesitant. Amar, Avraham lohe midam. My grandfather, Avraham, he didn't establish 12 tribes. Yitzchak, lohem idam. Yitzchak also didn't establish 12 tribes. Ani, what about me? And Yaakov set himself a sign. If the 12 stones become one, get stuck together. Then I certainly will know that I will establish 12 tribes. As soon as the 12 stones became one, Yaakov knew that he would establish 12 tribes. And once again, we look at this Midrash and we say, fantastic, where is the Midrash getting this idea from that Yaakov was even thinking about tribes? 12 stones? That doesn't appear in the text. But I think that these questions are asking the wrong question. We shouldn't be asking, where is the Midrash found in the text? We should be asking, what is the Midrash trying to tell us? What are our sages trying to share with us by giving these into colourful interpretations of this biblical episode? Let me suggest that the sages are giving us a rather deep lesson. When they say that Yaakov took 12 stones... The sages are suggesting that Yaakov was recognizing the uniqueness of each and every person as symbolized by the 12 tribes. Every person is different. Every person is special. But when those stones become together, we see another value as well. The value of unity. The stones coming together reflect how we want people, despite their individuality, to also present a united front, to feel for one another, to be as one. And when the stones argue, when the stones say, let the righteous person put his head on me, we are suggesting that that unity, the goal of that unity, is for the purposes of holiness, is to be, the unity is not a goal in itself. The unity is a basis, a foundation on which we should build, on which we should grow. So I think that we have here three themes. The theme of the unique individuality of each and every person. The theme of coveted unity. And the theme of us joining together for holy purposes. That's all for now. Until next time, to the Beit Midrash!